Hey guys, this is Colin, your host. I'm here with Rylan and Ashton. Go ahead, guys. What's up, guys? What's up, everyone? Today, we are talking on what you guys voted on, on consoles versus games and consoles won. So, all right, well, Ashton, give me your number five console of all time to you. Number five is the PSP PlayStation Portable. Um, The reason I chose it as my number five is because it, for its time, it was a very powerful console to be a handheld. You had really powerful games on it to be such a small you know, device. Because at that point, we was just used to Game Boys or DSs. And that came out, and it was a lot more powerful than those. And it just had a huge library of games. So that's why it's my number five. So powerful, in fact, that like how you said on the last podcast, it was able to run a full Ben 10 game opposed to it being nerfed down for a console like a handheld. Right. And full 2K games. And it was just able a lot of full console games made it over to the PSP. They didn't have to change them. Like uh, I talked about last podcast, MX versus ATV Unleashed. They released it as on the edge on the PSP. It's the exact same game. As you say, it pretty much had the whole entire setup of a PS2, just obviously in a portable setting. Was that not what they was going for, correct? Yeah, the layout is more towards the PS3, but the capability and the games were for more of a PS2. It did only have one analog stick, though. But it it fell in between the PS2 and the PS3 release. Yes. All right, Rowan, what's your number five? Uh, Probably the PS3. And the reason for that, I like the PS3 and all, but it's not not my top pick or anything. Obviously, it's your number five. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's on number five is just because, well, I just played other consoles more than everything, which I've had. I had a lot of, played the PS3 quite a bit and had fun on it, really. Had a whole bunch of different games and everything. Could play online, stuff like that. For free. Yeah. Play online for free. Yeah. Didn't have to spend uh, Xbox Live Gold. Right. That was that was a <laughs> that was a big deal back in the day. That a lot of people said that's why the PS3 was better because you got it for free. Whether like with Xbox, you had to pay for the Xbox Live. So. Yeah. Yeah. I- well, I no longer pay the sixty dollar subscription fee for it, but it's uh, that's business because my West my Xbox is still in West Virginia. Yeah. <clears throat> but in saying that, that brings me to my number five, the Xbox One. Just because, yeah, it's it's. I mean, I know it's pretty high on the list, but as far as the Xbox One goes, it's what we're currently playing on. I mean, yeah, there's the next-gen, but I don't have the next-gen yet, so I can't say, oh, yeah, this one's better or worse or whatever. But just the Xbox One, that was one of the first ones. Well, not one of the first ones. It was actually one of the last ones that I had console-wise. But it it started out, got it during the launch of it. So, I mean, it was a huge deal whenever I did get it. 
and then which of course had sucky internet at the time so i couldn't hardly ever download the games and that's pretty much why it's number five on my list is because the time that i got it it took forever to download games because they wasn't megabytes anymore they was gigabytes yeah right did you still have frontier when you got it I still have Frontier when I got it. Actually, yeah. I never. I, my first game that I got for it was NBA Live 14, not 2K, but NBA Live. And yeah. to this day, it's never been downloaded on there because it got like halfway through and it just it just didn't have enough internet. Which, like I said, I think it was my internet's fault that I don't like the system as well as what I should. But right. I don't care. It should have, like I said, just that switch from megabytes to gigabytes, I think, is what really caused the damage. I mean, it's all good now because there's hard. I mean, yeah, Frontier still exists, sadly, but <laughs> it's capable of running it nowadays. Yeah. Not much better, but at least it'll download it. Yeah, at least it will download it because, I mean, obviously I had Frontier at the last house I was at, not by choice, because that was the only service out there, and it actually, you know, downloaded, and we was actually able to play online quite a bit, it was just, you couldn't be on, it was pretty much, you may as well have DSL, because if you was on the cell phone, while you was playing games, it was just like, nope, you're not working. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the number four slot. All right, my number four is the Game Boy Advance SP. And I've talked about this one in earlier podcasts as well. But um, I have it marked here for the portability and games on the go. Because when we were younger, we've talked about that was our first handheld device. Well, the Advance was. I just put the SP over the Advance because the SP is a little bit more portable. You can put it in your pocket a little easier. Yeah. But um, just games on the go is a big thing back in the day now you don't really think about it much because you have the switch i mean that's kind of took that over but um just games on the go was a big deal back in the day and so that's why it's so high on my list yeah and if you don't got a switch it's pretty much like i said in one of the previous ones you can just get on your phone and play games too like before we got hopped on here i was playing madden 23 on my phone like at a you know that far of a stretch to take your phone as a portable device anymore Right, yeah. How about you, Rowan? Uh, the PSP. I just when okay. it's probably my favorite handheld. Like I said in the last podcast, it was also the first ever console I ever played. So I have, well, I played it quite a played years quite a bit, Ash, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, played as much as of course like Xbox or anything, but you know, still my first ever first ever thing I ever played. I used to play a whole bunch of one of the racing games you had on there. It's one of the MX. I played that a whole bunch. It was really yeah. I think it was MX first day to be untamed. Uh, it was a. And that was the first ever game I played on your PSP. Awesome. First ever game ever you ever played. Yeah, it was a really good. Game. <laughs> I really. It, it is a good game. Yeah. MX first day TV untamed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it is a good game. I'll agree. I had it on the PS2. I like Unleashed better, but Untamed's alright. Speaking of PS2, that is going to be my number four slot. Okay. I'm saying that just because, yeah, it fell, and we've talked about it quite a bit recently. But, you know, sixth generation of gaming, like I said last week, had sports games on it, and that's no reason why 
it again, not really a fair reason why it's number four on my list, but at the same time, it is a fair enough reason because the only thing I really played on it was a God of War series or, you know, sports games. So for me, it's just like, oh, okay, I can play any sports games I want to now, and God of War, yeah, I still need a PlayStation to play it. But like I said, any sports game, and like I just go with the Madden, I literally was playing Madden on my phone before we got on here. So, like I said, for the PS2 for me, it has a bunch of great memories on it. Like I said, Madden 08 and games like those. But as far as actual memorability goes for it for me, is I, it was just what I played on it. And like I said, every single game I played on it, it still exists to this day, franchise-wise. GTA? GTA, they still exist, even though they haven't had a game in almost 10 years to release. Yeah, that's crazy. They just poured over them. GTA 5 to every console coming out. Yeah, they took a note out of Destiny's Handbook. That's the yeah. you're playing. Yeah. And the PS2, I I forgot that really all only thing you had on it was God of War and sports games. And I'm surprised that you was able to play the God of War game. Like, allowed to play that. Yeah. Yeah. Because GTA, I wasn't allowed to play it. It was always a sneaking thing whenever I was playing it with you or Carter. Yeah. But it was a hack and slash. And if I'm not mistaken, I was pretty sure there was a setting on the older God of Wars to not show gore. I think there was. I know uh, I just started. I've never played God of War before. I never even played at your house, but. I did start the first God of War on my Ain Odin a couple of weeks ago, and I'm pretty far into it. It's pretty fun, but I haven't checked the settings to see if the gore, if you can turn it off or not. But it is yeah. a fun I game. May be, I, like I may be remembering games. it wrong because obviously we know I don't got the best memory in the world. But from my recollection of it, I do think they're like I know Mortal Kombat obviously had a gore setting for the uh, older Nintendo systems, but. Like I said, I'm pretty sure God of War had one for the PlayStation as well. I mean, yeah. Just because at that point, the ESRB rating was still somewhat new to the everybody. Yeah. Because Mortal Kombat was the reason why it even had, a, like, anything had... Mortal Kombat is the reason why it got laid out for how it was, the ESRB. Yeah. But, like I said, at that point, I think that happened in the mid 90s and then obviously god of war came out in the early 2000s so like i said they still hadn't really had it figured out like they do in today's time yeah they they got it figured out pretty well nowadays but back then it was like okay just a couple years in how is this going to work yeah so like i said i still think they had edited versions back then of everything because you could turn an m game into a e10 plus game which didn't even exist in 2002. It was, you either had E, T, or M. Yeah. Or AO. There's some now for in between. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to number three. All right. My number three is the Xbox 360. Xbox 360. There's really not much you can say that hasn't been said already about it in the past. It's a great system, powerful, and 
the main reason I put it on my number three is because of all the old Call of Duties are on it. You know, especially starting from World at War all the way to Black Ops 3, I think was the last one on it. And just in between, those are some great Call of Duty games, not just Call of Duty games, all the other games that were, all the Halos. I think it was the first three Halos was on it, or maybe four mm -hmm. Halos. And those were good games, exclusives. Um, the first couple, Forza Horizons, exclusives. It was just a great system to have a lot of... <laughs> nostalgia for um it's the first console that we played online together me and you colin and you know Ralph, yep. you grew up around the 360 a lot playing with me and colin online yeah so that's, that's why it's on my number three it's a great system uh mine's probably the original xbox one whenever it came out in 2013 i'm pretty sure i got it like 2015 i remember when ashton first ever got what's one hit. Yep, the original, the dinosaur. The dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> the dinosaur. <clears throat> I haven't played it in about two years, though. <laughs> Just because, you know, I have everything I have now, like my PlayStation, my PC and everything. But I just had a whole bunch of great memories just from the Xbox One itself. I met a whole bunch of people online that I'm actually still friends with to this day, surprisingly. I've had I remember Rowan when you was playing when you was younger. You used to talk to weird old men online playing Call of Duty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just probably one of my favorite the rugs. I had a whole bunch of memories on it and everything. It's one it's of the a... main consoles I actually ever owned. So you you had the original Xbox One. Yeah, they bought you one after they bought me one, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was like a year or later or something like that. Yeah, because I got it on like Christmas. I remember my dad; he said like he got me a PlayStation Four. I got so mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want an Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I like Xbox better. But... Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's still a rival, but it's not as big as a rival what it used to be, because now there's cross-platform games. Back in the 360 and the PS3 days, it was huge, rival-wise. And then, you know, the Xbox One PS4 was too, but nowadays it's it's kind of toned down some. Oh, yeah. Like I said, Which the introduction of cross-platform games. Yeah, well, that and Nintendo kind of was out of the picture it was just the main two microsoft and sony at that time because the wii u was a failure so nintendo really wasn't in it but you know now nintendo's in the conversation and they're arguably the top dog right now so yeah it kind of eliminates sony and microsoft's feud a little bit with nintendo being there so strong yeah true be the switch yours is the switch Switch. Only reason why it's not a little bit higher is because I hardly ever take it in the handheld mode, just for convenience sakes. Which is, I mean, obviously a great perk for it. Because last time I checked, you can't take your Xbox One or PS4 on the road with you. Right. Games on there that's you know six years old at this point, and they're still wanting forty dollars for it. So that's mm -hmm. why they're so high for me on the list is just because like I said the capabilities there it's a great system love it to death 
But at the same time, like you say, when it comes to your exclusives and what they want you to pay, pay for stuff is just insane being Nintendo. Yeah, but they've been around so long, they just expect people to pay the price. And they do, so that's why the <clears> price <throat> so high. Yep, but I refuse, so they are on my personal number three list. <laughs> yeah, Switch, it's a great system. It, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, it didn't make my top five, which is surprising, but I went more of a uh, retro route for my top five. More nostalgia hits? Yeah, pretty much. Number two. My number two is the PS2. And Colin, you had it lower on the list, but I have it. I have my number two, um, just mainly because of the games, because there's, we've talked about it before, so many games on that system. Uh, you had all the sports games on it. You had so many Sony ex- exclusives. You had great third-party support for the system. The only drawback I'll say on the PS2 is the DualShock 2 controller. I just, I'm not, I've never been a big fan of the DualShock. It's not that it's not that comfortable for me. So that's the only drawback I'll put on the PS2. But other than that, it's great. And um, yeah, that's that's all I'll say about it. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, Blitz, and Arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible where you go head-to-head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you you probably will believe this if I tell you. I changed my list around a little bit once you started naming off titles because I actually had my PlayStation 2 at number two myself. I mean, I hurried up and moved it to number four because I anticipated you doing something else for that. I was like, well, I'll go ahead and make a difference since I already know Ashton done it because I have PSP at number five. I have PSTU at number two just because I know number one is the same. Yeah, I figured making this list, I knew our number one was going to be the same. So, like I said, as soon as that's why, since I was hosting this one, I was like, well, I was like, I'll know what Ashton's going to choose. And then once he does, I'll rearrange mine as we go. That way, we will, we don't have the same exact answers again. (laughs) Yeah. I think Rylan's number one will be different than ours. I guarantee it. Yeah. But, Rylan, what is your number two? Uh, The Nintendo Switch. I. Just love it. Yeah, I like how you can like mo- how Ashton he modded like which awesome. Did you mod your switch? Ashton? 
I'm out of the dock. Yeah, you might have the dock. But uh, you could just play a whole bunch of, like, different stuff on it. You can go back to older games from, like, the Nintendo 64 and stuff. And, dude, it's really cool. You can just go back to older games from, like, the previous <clears throat> Nintendo consoles and everything on it. Like, Mario and Legend of Zelda and stuff like that. It's one of the reasons I really liked the Nintendo Switch. It doesn't have the best frame rate, but it's still yeah. a really smooth console for just 30 frames. And yeah. probably my favorite game on there was probably Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Just a great game overall. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Game I'll never 100%. I, I 100% of the shrines, but I'm not getting all 900 Korok poop seeds. I'll tell you that. They say I'm not. I'm all about getting 900 Korok turds. <laughs> yeah, that's not for me. Now the shrines they were fun to right. complete. Just the different puzzles to get to them, and then the puzzle to complete them. <clears throat> Ryan, and, did uh, you get all 120 shrines? What? Did you hit all 120 shrines? Uh, I think I was pretty close. I didn't really get to play much. I only got to play someone really on Ashens. Oh. I don't have one. Hopefully, that's my mom for Christmas. She can just give me a Switch. Yeah. And you can play 2K with us. Yeah. I was going to say, we got to find Cole's 2K replacement. <laughs> well, he might play with us again. He might play with us. Yeah, it's like here, Cole, again on the live stream. Four, if we have four, then we can almost have a full program with another player. That's true, too. But, uh, Rylan, you was talking about the frame rate. There are a few games on the Switch that do run 60 frames. Uh, One of them being uh, the remake of Skyward Sword, being Skyward Sword HD. That's uh, one of them. I was going to say, it's more geared towards the more recent games released on it. Yeah, they kind of figured it out. You know, when it first released, they not wanting to push it to the max, but now they're able to figure out in development how to develop the game and make it run a steady 60 instead of oh, like yeah. dipping which down is, a lot. Which is still saying something, especially since if you get the, I mean, obviously you can buy any game that they have on there digital too, but just imagine the capabilities that they have with how tiny the actual, not disc, but the little insert there is for it. For the games. Cartridge. Yeah, cartridge. Yeah, just it's crazy. The cartridge, I mean, you know Nintendo with the NES, they started out with cartridges, and those are huge. And the quality, the graphic <clears throat> quality is junk. And now the cartridges are so small, and the graphic quality like the size so of your high, pinky just, finger. Like yeah, nails. it's just crazy pinky how much technology has advanced that they can fit so much stuff on that little tiny cartridge and make it look so good. Yep. What is it? My number two now? Yep. My number two is the Xbox 360, which was at my number four slot. Then Ashton chose something else. So I was like, okay, I'll go ahead and do PS2. <laughs> <laughs> but Xbox 360, great games on it, as we've already discussed a couple times throughout this podcast. 360 had. Great games. Had my first Call of Duties on there. Still play sports games. Still done my 2Ks, my Maddens. 
Which I didn't. That's really when I got out of Madden for a little bit. Because I remember having Madden 12 for it. And then Madden 13. Yeah, Madden 13. Yeah. And then yeah. once the Xbox One came out, I got Madden 25. Because that was their 25th anniversary, even though it was 2014. Then after that, I didn't play Madden again until like 2019. And then I pretty much boycotted them in 19 because they had Nick Foles as a higher passing as a lower passing passer catching rating than Tom Brady which is the reason why the Super Bowl was the way it was that year yeah but I mainly done that as an Eagles fan but they may but since Brady was a 99 overall and Foles was like a I think a 92 overall that year they had to make Brady's stuff higher obviously and they was like, oh, yeah, we're going to give Brady a better catcher rating than Nick Foles. I'm just like, uh, Nick Foles caught his touchdown pass. Brady didn't catch his pass. He dropped it. Yeah. So I boycotted Madden for a bit. But as far as the 360 goes, uh, more games. I actually read down – well, once I was mature enough, I guess technically I didn't play Madden – I mean, not Madden uh, – GTA out of the wrongness that time. So I downloaded GTA San Andreas on it because I found it on sale on uh, Xbox Gold for like four bucks one time. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this. And I beat that game. So I beat San Andreas. Uh, all kind of, like I said, all the Call of Duties that I had on it from Black Ops. Uh, Black Ops 2. No, Ghost. Yeah, I even had Ghost on it. Because I had Ghost on both systems. Yeah. And then I had 2K14. I know. I think I got 2K14 off of Ashton that one time because it was, you actually got a better, instead of them doing what they do now with 2Ks and you got a better uh, game for the next gen. The previous gen this year had the best 2K because the 2K14 on the Xbox One wasn't worth anything. And then the yeah. Xbox 360 version actually had a path to greatness. It had everything. It had a, it had a more uh, filled out career, my career mode too than the Xbox One version. You ready to hit our number ones? Yeah. Uh, my number one is the GameCube. And it's just the greatest system of all time. Um, the nostalgia that really it pulls me every time for the GameCube. I just love that system and the games. We've already talked about it before. The games there's so many different you know game genre games for it. So many to choose from to play. All classics and the third party support wasn't the best because the GameCube is considered a failure by sales numbers, but everybody that talks about it now, the only thing bad they say about it is it's a lunchbox because it has a handle. That's the only thing they can say about it. (laughs) Other than that, they can't say nothing about the games or the controller, greatest controller, one of the greatest controllers of all time. It's my personal favorite, but I know, Colin, you prefer the Switch controller over the GameCube controller. Yes. Yeah, just a great system overall. What about you, Rowan? Uh, this is going to surprise you, but the Nint- the Super Nintendo. Wow. Okay. Way before your time. Yeah, I know. Way before our time. Yeah. But uh, 
gamey uh, system, just like the Super Nintendo, probably like six years ago. And it's just basically the Super Nintendo and everything. You can play every like cartridge and everything. I've played probably over 50 games on it and just had an amazing like experience playing it and stuff. Yeah, it's way for my time. But uh, ex- by accident. What? Didn't I give correct me if I'm wrong, but for whatever reason I ordered two like NES SNES combination things, so it wasn't a true Super Nintendo. I thought I gave it to you or mom said she was giving it to you at that time or whatever. Yeah, you did. Okay. I remember and that's we were... well that's right around that six year mark. That's why I was like, wait, are we talking about the same thing here? Yeah. That was a it was a while ago. <laughs> quite a bit quite a long time ago. I think it was like in two thousand eighteen maybe. Something like that. So was it like a NES SNES hybrid? Yeah. yeah I've had one of those before. <clears throat> but like gameplay experience probably one of my favorite yeah you would probably think of course the xbox 360 is going to be one of my top just be, you know i grew up on it and everything i figured that'd be your number one yeah it was going to be but i just decided to change it up <laughs> yeah i remember just playing like the nintendo and everything you definitely threw us through a shock on that one <laughs> yeah. yeah i thought i knew i thought i knew what your number one was going to be but you you surprised us but like i played I think it was the first two Zeldas on it. I played Super Mario World, which you gave to me, Colin. Oh, actually, played the original Street Fighter. I've just played a whole bunch of games on it and just had a very fun time just playing it and everything. Yeah. Street Fighter's a good game. Yeah, because you got the Super Mario's World that I beat initially. Yeah, I still have your account on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chocolate Lions unlocked. Yeah. I've probably beat it like four times, and I haven't played it in a while. It's at my dad's right now, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I played it on the Switch Online the other day. But my number one is exactly what Ashton chose, as I anticipated. Yeah, me too. I may have changed everything around, but I wasn't going to change around my lunchbox with a handle. Right. (laughs) The GameCube first home console because obviously our first console was the Game Boy Advance but shortly after that that's when we got our GameCubes and again Luigi's Mansion classic hit Super Mario Sunshine classic hit yeah we didn't beat them instantaneously but we was three and four at the time yeah <laughs> only thing it's 18 sucked years if- to beat Super Mario Sunshine all the thing that sucked about the GameCube that people would probably complain about in today's time, not looking back on it, was the memory cards. Yeah. Because the memory cards wasn't ever set in stone with how it was. Different games took different kilobytes, going even lower than megabytes here, but different things. But it was always trying to do the map to make sure your safe file was going to be on or, or figure out what game you was going to delete. So I had two... And the one was the Animal Crossing <laughs> game save disc that, well, insert that Ashton gave me whenever he couldn't figure out Animal Crossing. So I have that right. save file thing to my Xbox, I mean, my GameCube to today. 
and a little purple four megabyte one that held, I think, 128 blocks. Yeah. Which isn't a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, not not a lot by any means. But yet again, you never you didn't have to wait for games to download. You just literally, nice. if they saved, the only thing you had to worry about is if your game was going to save or not. Yep. Which, obviously, if you was anticipating a playing game for a while, you would delete other games that you'd already beat or got rid of just to save that one save file. I think about that a lot, just thinking back. Like, back in the day, you could just pop a game in and play it. You don't have to sit and wait for it to download. I hate that so much. I hate sitting and waiting. I buy a game. I want to play it now. I don't want to wait until the, you know, it downloads. I hate that. Yeah, now downloads are like games are bigger now and everything, so it takes way longer. Yeah. Well, at the oh, Switch, yeah. most they're uh, I think all of their first party games are you can just pop them in and play them yeah. if you have a physical copy. Now, two K, you still have to download those because they're bigger. But most of the first party stuff and a lot of the third party stuff you don't have to download. See, even on Xbox 360, you you kind of had to download stuff for, like, updates, but you could just basically play it straight away. You play with the game. Yeah, you just yeah. pop the disc in and play it yeah. if you didn't want to update it. and Because yep. um, you could do now, local like play Xbox, instantly there. Yeah. If you wanted to play online, you had to update it. Yeah. But it took probably, like, at least longest 30 seconds to probably it didn't take very long. Now, every single game you play on the Xbox One or the PS4, you have to download. And I don't know, but I'm sure it's the same for the Series X and PS5. I don't have one to test, but I'm sure it's the same. Every single game you have, whether you have a disc or digital download, you have to download it You know, play it. Yeah. The, I think on the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, the downloads are a little quicker now since the system's faster, but still it takes... Yeah. Yep. But I believe we actually only gone through one topic today, which we kind of anticipated happening. Yeah, since it was the top five. But that's all the time we have for today. You guys say your final goodbyes. Well, guys, uh, thanks for you know sticking with us this long. This will be our seventh episode. Yeah, I think so. It's our seventh episode. Thanks for giving us all the listens and. Make sure to go check out our Instagram, our YouTube, and um, join our Discord. Consider becoming a Patreon. It would really help us out. If you don't, that's fine. Just your listen is enough support, and we appreciate it. I really don't have to say anything much, but like I said, thank you for all the support on all the podcasts, all the listens and everything. And yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. And they pretty much covered everything at we could i could potentially say so goodbye see you guys later at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.